What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of OK Now Breathe Podcast. I'm Megan, and I talk too fast. And I realize that right now, I gotta slow down. (laughs) On here, I talk about mental health, personal development, self-love, sprinkle spirituality, and all that good stuff about becoming the best version of yourself you possibly could be. (laughs) I don't know how to talk slow, guys. I talk fast Especially when I get excited about something, I'm like, it's like, I gotta calm down. Multiple people in my life have told me, like, calm down. (laughs) We can't hear you. We can't understand you. It's just a jumbled mess. And here I go rambling about it for, you know, almost a minute. But that's me. I'm Megan. Welcome back to another episode. So, life update. I recently got engaged to my... Uh, fiance (laughs) after almost 11 no oh my god why am I thinking 11 I just saw the I saw the number 11 and I immediately said that out loud but (laughs) after seven years of dating almost um and you know going into the the very early stages of planning a wedding is uh bringing up a lot of happy thoughts yeah but like a lot of it is uh, kind of stressful, but uh, whatever, that's that's normal. And another part is painful. And I'm talking about painful as I am not, you know, when I was younger, I didn't think that this would be my life. And what I mean by that is having so many of my family members not in my life anymore um, for various reasons. Um, one of the main ones being my mom and my sister. I no longer have any contact with them, and it's just hard because I never thought that they wouldn't be a part of my wedding, but they haven't been part of my life for years at this point. And, you know, losing, you know, my mom in in a way that she's still alive, but she's not in my life is hard. And what came with that is losing that entire side of my family, you know, losing my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, and all that stuff and it's hard it's hard when you're thinking about a guest list and you're thinking of all the people that you thought should be there but you know for your own mental well-being for your own sanity um you have to honor yourself and you know if those people aren't in your life they shouldn't be at your wedding but it it's still hard and it makes me feel really lonely at some points you know certain days can be triggering obviously like mother's days uh triggering triggering for me or you know their birthdays and everything where you just feel their presence missing you feel like you know it's obvious that they're not there (laughs) with you and i'm somebody who is a very low maintenance friend I guess you know I really enjoy my space and you know I only I don't (laughs) I'm just very very introverted to the fact that I almost push people away because I enjoy my time so much and it's not that I I don't enjoy my friends or I don't love my friends because I truly truly do but it's just you know when I think about hanging out with somebody. I'm hanging out with, you know, my sister, my my other sister. She's, you know, we 
do so much together and we've had for pretty much as long as I can remember and I also moved a couple years ago from my hometown from where I used to live and I live with my dad and my sister but I lost track of all my other friends or you know I don't have that relationship where I'm actually physically next to them so you know all all my friendships are basically you know online or through text messages and um planning that wedding that wedding (laughs) my wedding is it's kind of lonely and it makes me realize how I need to actually really put forth the effort to nurture my friendships more in a way that it's also I want to say physical but that sounds dirty (laughs) Uh, you know nurture my friends in a way that I can actually see them in person because it's also hard when I actually go back to my hometown and I see my family and me and my fiance are long distance so when I actually go back to where I used to live it's just like it's so hard to fit in the time with you know my family my loved ones my friends and everything like that and it's very hard to balance that especially if I'm only coming you know a few days every time and um but I've really been putting forth the past like month or so to really put myself out there and to really nurture these people from all over the world who I consider my friends and you know friendships are global friendships aren't you don't have to have a friend that you actually see all the time you know um but it's something that i'm working towards and another thing is like i'm introverted but i'm also incredibly socially anxious um it's just i always fear people not liking me in a way that i just i genuinely don't think that people like me (laughs) Like, I genuinely feel like people are my friends, but they're not, you know, or like, say the people in my family who obviously I love dearly and it's obvious that they love me. But in my head, growing up the way I did, I never heard the words I love you. I never really got that, like, you know, that closeness, that bond where you actually feel the love within your family, within your immediate family. So it's very hard for me to understand and wrap my head around that. I'm like, people actually care about me? What? (laughs) people people actually care and then it's like also thinking like oh well no one will ever want to come to my wedding no one will ever love me and then it's like i would say alex my fiance he has um you know a much bigger friend group and much bigger family because i've had to like cut my family in half based off of you know toxic things and things that weren't things that weren't helping me grow or you know, feel loved or anything. It was just, I mean, it's hard. It's hard when all these feelings come up. But yes, I am trying to push through my anxieties, trying to really put myself out there and be like, hey, I actually do like you. And I'm, you know, I'm, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a place where, you know, we were told I love you, like I said. So it's like, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and telling people, how grateful I am that they're in my life and how much I care about them and how much I love them. And, uh, you know, it's just this, it's just a weird thing because when I'm recording this, I got engaged two weeks ago and 
but you know in that time it's like really like spinning the wheels of the things I need to change my life and the things that I'm missing in my life that I didn't realize I was missing you know I don't want my mom or my sister back in my life as hard as that is like there is a part of me that will always want them back in my life and you know the other side of my family my mom's side of the family of course there's a part of me that loves them and I, I wish things were different, but they're not. And I went back and forth for years, cutting ties and coming back together and trying to work it out over and over and over and over and over again until you finally say enough is enough. And when I moved out here, enough was enough. And I realized that, you know, the things that I need in my life are positivity and love and nurturing and things that make me feel filled with love and acceptance and that's what I'm that's what I'm going towards in my life you know filling things that make me feel alive and doing things that you know bring me so much joy that's what my life is about now my life is no longer about pleasing others or trying to gain acceptance and you know, forced acceptance. I want people to care about me and love me for me. And sometimes, you know, friendships die out. Relationships with family members, you know, they're, it, it's not healthy and that's okay. And I'm saying this to you if you need to hear that as well. If there's somebody in your life who makes you feel small, who makes you feel worthless, who makes you, who constantly belittles you, it's okay to cut ties with them. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy or that it won't be painful and it won't be excruciatingly painful because it will be. It most likely will be. There are so many tears. I've cried over my broken family and broken friendships that no longer serve me or were never really serving me to begin with. Um... I'm just in this whole, I'm in this, this spin right now where I'm just talking and if you could, if you could see me right now, you would see my hands flailing around and I'm like, you know, just really processing through what I'm going through with you right now. And if anyone who has had a wedding or you're planning a wedding and it's just, it makes you realize the people who aren't in your life anymore or say there's specific holidays like Christmas or the anniversary of someone's death or their birthday or whatever it might be, there are days that bring heavier emotions and there are times that bring heavier emotions and that's, you know, that's a process of life. And it doesn't mean it's fair, and it doesn't mean it's easy. But I think we all go through that. And if you can find that solitude within each other, that we all go through painful things sometimes. And I feel like if we all recognize that somebody's going through pain right now, we could have more empathy towards each other. We could bring more love and life and laughter and joy into the world. And, you know, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry and hurt and jealous of what people have. You know, because I still get jealous of, like, people are like, oh, my mom's my best friend. I've never had that. I've never had that ever in my life. And sometimes, you know, that 
that memory of all the times that you wish somebody was there for you and they weren't. It's okay to grieve that. And the thing is, grieving is not linear. It could be five years down the line and you think you overcame a battle in your life and it resurfaces itself. That's normal. That's okay. And that's what I'm struggling with right now. You know, because it's been like five years since my mom has been in my life. I mean, yeah, there's a little sprinkle here and there of trying, trying to get this, you know, the build a rela- trying to build the relationship back up, to be torn back down. And sometimes you got to know when the effort is worth it and when it's not. Because you're constantly trying to put effort into healing relationships, whatever type of relationship it might be. There has to become a point. When you close your eyes and you breathe deeply and you place your hands over your heart and you feel your heart beating and you choose yourself. There are times when you need to love yourself so much that it means that you have to let people go that you don't want to let go. And it's okay. It's okay if relationships end. It's okay if you don't have relationships with family members. Because I truly believe that family is important, but family isn't everything. The people in your life who you choose to be everything are everything. You know, blood is just blood. If someone's constantly treating you like crap, that's not serving you. And I'm not trying to get anyone to cut ties with their family. I wish we could all just be, you know, one big happy family. You know, I, I wish that. And for, for years, I wish that. And you can still wish that families and things can be repaired. You know, there's therapy and there's really talking through emotional problems and like um, different experiences and different events that have led you to this, you know, this fork in the road. It's possible to rebuild, you know, friendships, relationships, relationship with family members. It is possible. And I feel like you should work on it. But you don't have to. If you feel in your gut that it's not serving you, you do not have to. And it's hard, though. It will always be hard. No matter if you feel like you've overcome the estrangement with somebody there could be things that trigger you and that's okay that's normal we're human i am human you're human we're all human we're all on this this ride of life together where it's so up and down and twist and turned and everything's confusing sometimes but then sometimes you know the wind stops the storm stops and there's a calmness You hold on to the things that make you calm and make you feel safe. Those are the things that you need in your life. And those are the things I'm taking into my life. You know, like I said, I'm working towards people who fill me with hope and fill me with happiness and joy and calmness. I'm putting myself out there to push past my social anxiety and push past my introvertedness sometimes because sometimes having people there is (laughs) self-care. You know, being alone all the time while it might feel good 
too much alone time is not healthy because we're social creatures. It can become addicting being alone. You know, being in your space and enjoying your space and wishing no one would enter no one would enter your space. That's it gets to a point where it's not healthy. So find your tribe. You know, if you take one thing away from this, you know, find people who lift you up and inspire you and make you better, make you feel better, make you feel content and joyful and happy. It's okay to grieve the people who are not in your life anymore. It's normal. It's painful and it's excruciating. And it doesn't mean you have to forget them. You can thank them for the lessons you've learned. You can thank them for having a space in your life and having happy memories. It's okay to feel it all and feel it all at once. I'm thinking about you. If you've ever gone through a situation like this, I'm thinking of you and I'm sending you so much love and empathy, compassion. Thank you so much for hearing me out, hearing my story. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will catch you again on my next one. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.